Knowledge must be earned, Tenno. I will share what I know, but you must prove yourself deserving. Welcome to a Cephalon Squared mini-episode. Injecting more Warframe into your week. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective, and welcome to Cephalon Squared mini-episode number 42. I am Cephalon Greg, joined by Cephalon Lucas. How are you doing on this fine evening, sir? Hot and sweaty. Hot and sweaty. <laughs> well, down here, it's cold and not... Not at all sweaty, but that is a fantastic segue, Lucas. Fantastic. <laughs> Immediate segue, too. Straight on into the weather. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. <laughs> How are things for you up in hot and sweaty Ipswich? Well, here in Ipswich right now, it is currently 34 degrees Celsius, but only 18% humidity, so it's definitely hot. It is a little bit earlier than usual. So it's, what, 5 p.m.? Uh, yeah, 5 p.m. For your dry heat. So it's a good time for it to be 34, as long as it's not still 34 at 8 or 9 o'clock, which it might be. Uh, sucked in. Apparently it's going to be hotter tomorrow. Oh, damn. So it's going to be a warm night as well. Oh, yeah. Well, down here in Melbourne town, it's only 15 degrees. It's raining. That's a 59 degrees Fahrenheit for me, 74% humidity. So beautiful down here. It's nice and uh, mildly chilly, but i got a jumper on, so I feel great. Just letting you know. But, you know, for a negative thing, I have put my back out, so I am well and truly medicated. <laughs> but anyway, it is a mini, and what have we got this week? Nothing. No real news, because DE has really been hard at work to just putting out hotfix after hotfix after hotfix for the old blood. There's been a yep. lot. They added there things, been a few. and then immediately removed some of the things that they added. <laughs> Fixed things is yeah, a lot has happened. So by the time there's it comes out for the con console people, it'll be fixed. Yeah, there's even been some buffs for um, Grendel. They have interesting. Yeah, nice, nice, yep. nice. You must be happy. Oh, I'm I'm pretty pleased. <laughs> Indeed, damage increases are always good. Well, nobody's going to complain about that, are they? Oh, no, definitely not. Alrighty, so who are we talking about today? Tonight, we are talking about Valkyr. Indeed, we are. So, who is Valkyr? She was released all the way back in Update 11. Uh, she's everyone's favourite Psycho Kitty. Psycho Kitty, run, run, run away. I know it's Psycho Killer, but still, same thing. <laughs> so she is based on the profile of a berserker if you weren't aware so when she gets angry she gets real angry and she makes sure everyone knows she's angry because that's what she's all about she's pretty damned tanky she's got Ooh, some yeah. basic support and basic cc but she's all about damage really uh, she's best added, used to add some damn good dps to a group if you need to take down a a chunky boss, bring a Valkyr. Uh, her abilities are pretty fun. She used to be my very, very favorite Warframe for a long time, and she probably still is. I just haven't used her a lot recently, and I did use her the other night, and I thought, shit, I love Valkyr. It's been a long time. <laughs> so yeah, she can be pretty invulnerable if you know how to use her right. She's just a lot of fun. 
So how do you get her? She is easily acquired really early in the game. She drops from Alad V on Jupiter. Uh, so when you fight him and the... Um, fuck. What's his Zanuka? Little, Zanuka. Zanuka project. Yes. When you fight him and the little Zanuka project, uh, he will drop a piece of Valkyr. So I recommend grabbing her as soon as you can. But again, it's up to you. Not everyone likes her. I do. Yeah. No, I... She's not my favorite, but she's definitely a, a fantastic frame. So, yeah, definitely, definitely pick her up. Indeed, why not? She got the double stamp of approval of Cephalon Square. <laughs> Indeed. So, what's her passive like? Valkyr's passive is a simple one. Her passive is called Nimble. What does Nimble give her? Well, she can recover faster from knockdowns and is immune to heavy landings. So, it makes her Nimble. Simple. Simple and Nimble. Cool, cool. So, she's immune to heavy landing, so just like she's a cat, she'll always land spry on her feet. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Valkyria. All right, let's talk about all of her wonderful, wonderful abilities. Her abilities are actually also relatively straightforward as well. The first one's called Ripline. It's essentially a little grappling hook that she's got. You can use it in one or one of two ways. So if you aim it at the env environment, um, you can basically propel yourself towards that location, provided it's within range, uh, enabling you to quickly reposition yourself or get out of danger. If you shoot it at an enemy or a teammate, though, they will be pulled towards Valkyr. Why would you target a teammate? Well, you might want to pull them out of danger if they're right in front of a Nox and getting their ass kicked, for example, or to help reposition themselves in a tricky location, or if you just need help where you are and you're like, hey, come over here, get over here! Or you're just a troll. Or you're just a troll. Enemies hit by the grappling hook will also receive slash damage and be ragdolled along the way. So the good thing about Ripline is it's lots of fun to use, like, Spider-Man. So you can just jump around and go, shoom, shoom, swinging around, like crazy, at will, and yeah, just have a bit of fun swinging from place to place. Uh, a little known fact is that Ripline actually benefits from multiple casts, so a second cast will cost 50% of the first and deal 200% of the damage, while a third cast will cost 75% less and deal 400%. It doesn't keep going, so it's only up to the third, um, but it also has to be uh, cast within a second of the first uh, of the previous one as well, so that's a little bit of a pain in the ass, but that's usually the case with most multiple multiple cast abilities. So when you are targeting, keep ca keep using it, keep casting the damn thing. Go for the easy guys first, kill them, and then leave the third cast for the big tanky guy and you'll get 400% damage. Keep that in mind. But Ripline does not affect bosses in that it does not pull them into you, I guess. All right, so this ability is affected by Ability Strength and Range Mods. Uh, duration Mods can affect the uh, combo duration, so keep an eye on this stat when applying your mods. But uh, in, real in reality, you'll probably be building Valkyr for other abilities. It does have an augment. It's called Swingline, and it makes you even more like Spider-Man. Uh, after using Ripline, the next four Riplines will have no energy cost while you're airborne. So you can swing nice. around, and it will cost you nothing. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Free swings. Indeed. All right. Next up, we have Warcry. Now, this is a simple yet effective support buff. 
Valkyrie lets out a piercing scream, providing herself and all teammates within range with an increase in melee damage and attack speed, while slowing enemies down. Affected friends are also provided with a boost to armor for the duration of the ability, and this uh, Warcry is affected by strength, duration, and range mods. Very nice and very simple. It's fantastic. Warcry has the augment Eternal War. While active, each melee kill extends Warcry by a further two seconds. So you can just keep on keeping. And we will talk about that one later. <laughs> oh, indeed we will. Indeed. All right, so her third ability is called Paralysis, and it's pretty straightforward. When you cast Paralysis, she discharges her shields outwards, causing a stun and knockback effect on enemies at the cost of 33% of her shield. In addition, the ability will also damage enemies by up to three times her shield at the time of casting, and that's the base numbers at max. So a larger shield stat will result in more effectiveness. Important to keep in mind, however, Valkyrie is not really a shield warframe, a shield-based warframe. So it's, yeah, there's a lot of juggling you need to do with modding for her and paralysis comes off second best as a result generally. So it's affected by strength and range mods, of course, and of course, increasing your shield. We'll talk about her shields later. Okay, there is... An augment for this third ability, it's called Prolonged Paralysis, and enemies affected are pulled towards Valkyrie, and the stun, stun duration is increased by 200%. So that's wonderful, that's great, but it all depends on that shield number. Yeah. And finally, the fourth ability is Hysteria. On casting, Valkyrie will become a hot ball of kitty fury this is a drain abil ability so it is important to keep an eye on your energy as it can only be obtained from energy orbs while this ability is active there are other ways but they are far less common in this state of intense fury valka valkia will become invulnerable and will attack with her exalted talons these attacks cause damage to nearby enemies naturally and have a 50 percent critical chance 200% critical multiplier, and 10% status chance. Valkyrie will also heal herself by 5% of the total damage based at max. Effectively, this makes Hysteria uh, a great get-out-of-trouble ability, particularly for its self-healing utility. However, note that 30% of all damage that Valkyrie ignores is stored, and 25% of this uh, will be dealt to Valkyrie when Hysteria is deactivated if in line of sight of any enemies. As a result, make sure everyone is dead before you do it deactivate and or keep an eye on your energy. Hysteria is only affected by strength mods, uh, but as per all drain abilities and all abilities in general, efficiency and duration are pretty key here. There is also an augment for Hysteria and that is Hysterical Assault. Aim, then attack to leap onto enemies up to 50 meters away. So she just pounces all over the place. Indeed. Now, this doesn't necessarily make her like Ash with his fatal teleport. It just means she jumps to them, and if she's not powerful enough to kill them, she won't. But still, you can get around the battlefield quicker using that. Um, I was confused by that when I first came across that mod because I thought it was exactly like Ash's... Fatal Teleport, but uh, it's not. And for that reason, for a long time, I thought Hysterical Assault was actually 
her best augment, but it is absolutely 100% not. Her best augment, by far, is Warcry. The Eternal War. Uh, that's right, Eternal War. So, as Lucas mentioned when he was talking about Warcry, Eternal War will add two seconds of duration back onto your uh, Warcry duration. <laughs> Sorry, got myself confused. For every melee kill you make, so if you're, and especially because Valkyrie is a, is a melee frame, the more you go around and just kill things with melee, you essentially have non-stop Warcry, which just makes you really dangerous. It increases your armor oh, yeah. by 50%. It increases your 50% speed. 50% at base. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about Valkyrie that we haven't talked about is she has the highest base armor of any frame in the game. Oh, yeah. Even the standard Valkyrie is 600, and the uh, Valkyrie Prime is 700 armor at base. Well, when she's maxed. Yeah. Uh, so she she's incredibly tanky, and... Yeah, just increasing armor even further with Warcry is insane. So, talking about builds for uh, for Valkyrie, my particular build I've gone for her is I've built up as much base uh, armor as possible. I think I've got about 2,000 armor without activating Warcry. And then upon activating Warcry, I get a 100% increase so i end up hitting somewhere around about the 4k mark in armor while warcry is active it's freaking insane combine that with a crit kitty cavat with armor link on it and you'll be laughing you, you really will be like nothing can kill you nothing can kill your your companion it's just blood claws and teeth of death yeah and really, that's that's pretty much the way I build her as well for a lot of ability strength, um, duration, and armor, plus health as well, because, of course, as you know, the way armor works with health, it, effect it effectively either damage reduces the incoming damage or increases your health. Whichever way you want to look at it, it's the same outcome. So the more armor you've got on there, the more health you've got effectively. So if you increase your health... You're just increasing your health uh, even more as you're increasing your armor. Um, at 300 armor, that is effectively double the health. So she's pretty damned tanky. Doesn't mean she can't die. Not at all. She most certainly can. But it's not so easy. Especially when she can restore all her own health by popping her into hysteria. Yeah. Yeah, and if you if you don't want to use hysteria because of the energy drain, because you have no energy pizzas to get yourself back up uh, for Warcry, then you can always equip a melee weapon that has um, life steal on it. Exactly, and I mean you can always pop in and out of hysteria as well, because generally if you're hitting if you're fighting in higher level stuff, one or two enemies will get you back to full health. Generally, only one. <laughs> so you can go and kill one enemy and suddenly you'll be full health and then you can turn it off again and go straight back into Warcry. So it really depends how you want to play her, but she's tough, she's fun. You've got to build her talons as well so they can be modded individually 
um, but they're pretty they're pretty damn tough. I haven't played around with her on PC since the new um, upgrade, so I don't know how that how that affects the range because the biggest uh, effect biggest problem with her talons was the range. Uh, but I think hopefully that might be improved with these new updates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing, just to quickly throw this out, the base range of Warcry is 25 meters. So enemies within that 25 meters will be slowed down. Uh, if you're doing melee attacks, which you're going to be doing for Warcry, then you really don't need 25 meters. No. <laughs> really don't. So honestly, building for range is not even, not even a, a thing that needs to be really thought about. Pretty much just armor and power. Yeah. So she's pretty easily built. She comes pretty tanky as it is. She's one of my favorite frames. Go on and give it a try. If you don't like her, that's you. You're okay to be wrong. <laughs> Anyways, anything else to say about pretty, pretty Val Kitty before we go? She had a she has a pretty uh, quite a few um, nice uh, skins available for her. She has some nice skins. Mm. The, what's it called? The Delusion skin. That was that. Delusion. Uh, yes. Yeah, the Delusion skin's nice. There's also her her her, uh, her deluxe skin. It's kind of like a Valkyrie before she was tortured and tormented. Ah, uh, yes. It's an interesting one. Because there is a bit of lore behind Valkyrie. Poor Valkyrie. Poor Valkyrie. So she's got some nice uh, skins. Play around with her. Get her looking all pretty, but, uh, yeah, just play with Valkyrie is my recommendation. <laughs> do it. If you can get your hands on the Prime, do it, because, you know, it comes with an extra 100, um... 100 armor. Armor, thank you. Told yeah. you. All <laughs> dragged up from my back. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, that brings us to the end of episode 42. Next week, we still haven't decided... So basically, there's a whole bunch of new stuff that's happening at the moment in Warframe with the old blood. We've got Grendel, we've got a Titania mini rework, we've got a Maxi rework for Ember and Vorbin. Um, plus, there's still five or six frames that we haven't covered yet. So we need to decide whether or not we want to do a new frame in, in Grendel or whether we want to re-look at Ember or whether we want to do Titania, which we missed from a couple of weeks ago, or whether we want to continue on to Vault, which is the next one. So we are all over the place as to where we want to, what we want to do yep. next week, and none of those frames as yet are up on the site. So no matter what we do, it has to be written, so it is something we have to choose. Uh, and I'm not sure I've had enough play around with Grendel. I'm pretty sure Lucas has. Oh, I've played plenty with Grendel. Although, because they did do, do some changes with him this morning, sure. I, I reckon maybe leave it a little bit longer just to see if they add any more changes. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, it may end up being Vault, but we shall see. There's plenty of time and plenty more podcasts to come. So, thank you for sticking around. Uh, can't believe we're almost at the end of the uh, the minis, but... Damn. We've got some good suggestions for where to go after this, though. So that's uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So if you want to get in contact with us to make any suggestions about anything or just to say hello or tell us something you'd like us to read out on the show, whatever you like to do, uh, send us an email at cephalonsquared at gmail.com or head on over to the website at cephalonsquared.com. 
plenty of stuff to do there. You can always join our Discord or our Facebook as well. Um, let's say thank you to our wonderful, wonderful patrons. Let's just do that. So thank you, Rathok. Thanks, Jellybean. Thank you, Lord Frieson. Thanks, Logan Neal. Thank you, Danathan. Thanks, Knight Rider 8503. And thank you, Solarian. Indeed. So these wonderful people keep us on the straight and narrow. And uh, if you like what we do and you'd like to participate, head on over to sephonsquared.com forward slash support and see how you can do so. Of course, all we really hope for is that you'll continue listening. Thank you so much. And give us a rating on your podcast platform. Spread the word. Word Help us grow. Why is it important to give us ratings? It's the same as movies. If you go to a movie, you usually look it up and see whether other people like it first. Same kind of thing for podcasts. If you see other people like it, you might be more inclined to check it out. So that will definitely help us grow. We only need, I think, eight more to hit that hundred where we'll do another live episode. So close. Yeah, so very, very close. My name is Greg Newbig and I am Mad Capsules. All over the shop on the internet. Who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri, and I am Silverlight all over the interwebs. S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Massive thank you to our glorious, wonderful community. You guys are basically a second family. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. Indeed. Uh, Thank you to Jan at Disco underscore box on Twitter for the intro and outro. As yet, we still don't have another... Love letter to Disco Box, and you know what that happened? What happens when that happens? I start singing. Nobody likes that. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely reach out to him at Disco underscore Box on Twitter and tell him how much you love his voice. Anyway, that brings us to the end of episode forty-two. We'll be back on the weekend with episode major main episode sixty-nine, dude. Sixty-nine. Um, and who knows what that's going to include? We don't yet. There might be a dev stream. I think there would be this week, actually. We'll see. Quite possibly. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, they've been busy. They've been busy. But anyway, we'll catch you soon. We're Cephalon Squared, and we'll see you on the weekend. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret. There'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.